Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. He was a lot of my first. He took my virginity. The next day, we discover his arrest record. Imagine the horror. So the official record detailed how his ex-boyfriend now had a restraining order against him. He comes in and he told me his side of the story. I remember just being kind of terrified. It's your first year of college and you meet a cute boy and you have your first wild hookup thinking, hey, this might go somewhere. Only to find out he's got a dark history with a past relationship. And you know what? When you're 18, you might not know better than to get out of the relationship yet anyway. Hey, what's up? It's Abby from The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. How do you get a story on this podcast? Well, I would love to tell you. If you're new here, this is the podcast that gets to the bottom of messy breakup stories you want to know more about. Some people submit their own breakup story. Some people tag me in TikTok videos or submit TikTok videos. Or hey, if you've been following a girl since like high school and she deleted her engagement photos out of nowhere and you're kind of like, oh my God, I kind of want to know what happened in that relationship, you can submit all of those stories in the submission form that's found in the episode description. So if you've got a suggestion, be sure to submit it. We love hearing the story and of course, getting some good lessons along the way. And as always, if you want to jump to a certain part of the interview, you can find timestamps in the episode description. Hey, Heartbreakers, welcome back to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in. So this week, we've got a submission from someone who says they found out about their man's arrest records after she lost her virginity to him. Yeah, can you imagine worst case scenario? But before we get into that, every week we give a different shout out to a different domestic violence shelter throughout the country just to raise more awareness. And this week we're shouting out the Journey Center for Safety and Healing in Cleveland, Ohio. They provide information and services for victims of domestic violence and child abuse. And as always, if you want to find out how you can help, you can check out those details in the episode description. So this week's submission, it was definitely very interesting because I wasn't 100% sure what to do with it first. So this submission came with an Instagram attached to it. But it wasn't a person's Instagram account. Usually I ask for people to submit Instagram accounts of like the couple that broke up and sometimes I have to DM them and look into it. But this Instagram account had somebody's name in the bio, but there were only a couple of posts on it. So I'll start with the submission because that'll help make this Instagram account make more sense. So I got a submission about some friend group drama. Basically, two people in the friend group got together. So naturally, they're set up for success. And surprise, surprise, college friend group gets blown up by this romance gone wrong, but not necessarily in the way that you would think. So apparently, this Instagram account is what set everything off. And the only reason I understand what's on this account is because in the submission, it kind of details it. It's basically a bunch of posts on the profile showing evidence of something that went down in the guy's last relationship. So it's a guy and a girl who got together. And allegedly, whatever happened in his previous relationship ended and him getting a restraining order. So obviously I have a lot of questions. I'm like, where did this Instagram come from? Why is it important? Was it passed around the friend group? Did it expose him in some way? And that's how they found out. And she's like, oh my God, I got to break up with this guy because he has an arrest report. Or did she stick by him because, you know, you're 18 and that's what you do when you start falling in love for the first time and start catching those feelings. So let's find out what happened when we break down this week's breakup. I met him on, it was like we hadn't started school yet. So we were just 
still kind of making friends. And he came to the door with two of my other friends and he was like, hey, I want to meet the cat. So he came in for a little bit. They hung out for a little while and we quickly became friends. We ended up going out later that night. And over the next few weeks, we kind of formed a friend group that was slowly expanding. And from the start, I was really into him just because he was kind of my exact type. But I like I didn't want to entertain the idea because I didn't want to date within a friend group. I didn't know if he would like me. He would always compliment me and we had the same taste in music and movies. So it was for a few weeks, we were just friends and like, I felt the chemistry, but I didn't think that he felt the same way. So I didn't want to push it. It got to a point where I kind of felt like I was going insane just from the little things. I was like, okay, do you like me or not? There was this one night we were walking and I pointed out the moon because I love the moon. When I was looking at it, he was just looking at me instead. I could feel it. But he kept sending like subtle messages. He wrote, you are beautiful with a little heart on a sticky note and put it on my mirror. And he slept at the foot of my bed multiple times. Like a dog? Like a dog, literally. And my roommates nicknamed him my dog. And they would always be like, where's your dog? Where's your dog? So he had a single right at the end of the hallway and he would just come sleep at the foot of my bed. I was like, oh, this is platonic. This is normal. <laughs> this is normal. This happens. This is like a typical thing. So you're yeah. a freshman in college at this point? I'm yes. assuming. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh Still my God. A freshman. This was my first semester. So very exciting. He's like, I like you. I want to see where this goes. And so at that point, I was like, okay. So like we kissed a little bit. And that was like my first kiss. I hadn't really done that before with anyone. So he was a lot of my first, which makes this whole thing like, oh my God. Like just, we just kind of cuddled for the rest of the night. He was really warm though. And I'm, I also run very warm. So I didn't get a lot of sleep. So is this when you guys start dating? When do you guys officially become a couple? We kind of did that. And then the next day we talked more about it. I really like you. I've learned liked you since the first week that we were here and he just kind of talked to me but he also within that conversation told me that every time I would go on tinder he would be like no and so I deleted it because he told me he's like I don't want you to like be on there so I was like okay I'll delete it and that'll come back later but I just like it was really nice at first he was like very nice he got me flowers he got me these strawberries and blueberries he got me an apple because he said it means like eternal beauty or something like Aww. that, I think. He probably found that on Tumblr or something. He'd be like, the, oh, the yeah. bitch is going to love yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yes, this is going to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was pretty good for a few weeks. There was this one night where he was like, spend the night in my single. It's like right down the hall. So I was like, okay. And he just, again, he disappeared and just didn't get back to me at all. And I waited up for him like all night and I felt so gross. It was, I felt so weird. That was a point where I was like, this is going to be a problem within the relationship because I need communication. It just feels shady. Okay. So a few nights later, we were all trying to sleep when a fire alarm went off and they went off so frequently because the building is so old that at that point we just started like staying in bed. My one roommate actually, she can like sleep through them. There's a video of the fire alarm going off and her just like sleeping. He texted to the group chat we were in he's like I don't like the noise can I come over and I was like yes and he came over and he like crawled into my bed with me and we were hiding under the covers and because he's a teenage boy he got horny like immediately and he's like do you want to go back to my room and we did after the fire alarm stopped and 
we had sex for the first time. He took my virginity. He was very nice about it the whole time. He was like, we don't have to do this if you don't want to. And I was like, no, it's okay. But there's one big thing that bothered me. It was, he told me he didn't have any condoms, but it turned out he had a box in his closet. And I didn't find that out until later. Yeah, he lied both times about that. I mean, it's a college. There's condoms everywhere. They gave us condoms and like our little welcome bags. Well, how did the actual experience make you feel? I mean, I'm not saying like, give me the dirty, but like, (laughs) I mean, that's a, a milestone in your life. Honestly, it was not terrible because he went into it like more prepared. Obviously not the college part but um he had a, he had lube so it helped a lot and it wasn't uncomfortable and he made me feel like very safe during the whole thing which i will give him props for wow yeah. the bare minimum yeah bare minimum the bar is in hell yay the next day shit kind of hit the fan we discover his arrest record um <laughs> no <laughs> okay so imagine imagine the horror so two of my friends were kind of aware of this but not to the extent so a friend that lived a few doors down kind of like dug it up for us because her dad is a bounty hunter and had access to that information and I kind of remember my whole world just shutting down at that point I was just like losing my mind so the official record detailed the damage he had done to his ex-boyfriend's house and how the said ex now had a restraining order against him and I was like completely horrified my group of friends confronted him and asked him for his side of the story and I hid on my roommate's bunk bed to listen I was kind of like under some blankets just like eavesdropping from the next room because we're in a quad so we have two rooms and obviously he got like really defensive and he gave a very watered down version of the story and I felt sick so I like I skipped dinner and I just sat in the dorm and then he knocked on the door and I was nervous because I was like oh my god I haven't been alone with him since I found out about this information yet and he comes in and he's like he told me his side of the story but I remember opening the door the look he had on his face I remember just being kind of terrified he looked scary he looked angry like he was gonna hurt somebody or he looked mad but like it was a resting face I felt so nervous that was the first time he had ever made me feel like that we kind of like sat on the couch and he just told me his side of the story obviously very watered down version of what happened how did his Uh, I differ like what are the facts or you know the arrest record facts and then what did he tell you so he told me that that night he was off his meds and that he was trying to get back together with his ex but he like the way he explained it was very different from the actual story he said that he was very calm and that he never should have let his anger get to that level i can't remember the exact details but he watered it down so much uh, like obviously so different from the actual story and i will give like the actual story later i wanted to give him a second chance because i wanted to see where the relationship went so i listened to him and i gave him the benefit of the doubt in hindsight wasn't the best (laughs) you believe what you wanted to believe and nobody can fault you for that because i think most people in your situation at 18 freshman year (laughs) literally just lost your virginity to this guy like you're gonna find any reason to stay with this guy and stick it out but obviously like when you know the facts with hindsight it's easy to feel guilty yeah at that point i was like okay this was a little bit ago i believe that people can change i want to give him the benefit of the doubt i would also be mad if this thing i didn't want to be unearthed got brought up by all my new friends so okay like let's give this 
another chance. And it was almost like comical the way everything just kind of went back to normal after that. It was like a sitcom. The whole episode just reset and we were just back to hanging out as a group. We did end up a few days later, we ended up having sex for a second time. Nothing really different from the first time. Nothing like remarkable to add. Just but really like, horrible college room. Yeah, with the, the Weezer poster. <laughs> but on the following Thursday that week, he had to go home because it was two of his older sister's birthdays and also a niece's birthday. And I I was like, oh, I'm going to miss you. But I encouraged him to go see his family. But I had this really weird feeling that something was going to happen, but I didn't think too much of it because he was going to see his family. Like, that, that's okay. He's just going to spend time with his family. And that Friday, not even a full day after he left, I was at the time it happened, I was out with my group and I was like texting him and I was like, oh, I miss you. I want to see you. Like, and he sent me a voice message of him going like, ah, ah, ah. And I have a feeling that he was going like he was on his way to hook up with that person when he sent that. And that's why he did that. And I, I like just put this together recently and I'm like, oh, lovely. And so he got home Sunday night, but he was too tired to see us. And he didn't come until nearly like four the next day. And I was like, so happy. I was like, yes, finally. But when I opened the door, he walks in with his head down and he does a little shuffle around the room, like shuffling the way he was doing it, head down, moving an inch at a second. He didn't say anything. And after a few minutes, he sat on the floor and he was doing this like sad little wet dog thing. And then he stood up and he's like, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. So we went into the other room. And the moment he said that, I knew something was up. Like my little sirens were going off. I was like, okay, something's not right. So when I shut the door, his head was still down and he put his arms out and he said, hug me. And I did. And I told him I missed him and I asked how he was. So he had to sit down on the, one of the beds and his leg was bouncing. His hands were twitchy. He made me pinky promise, like kiss included, that I wouldn't hate him forever. He was like, pinky promise that you won't hate me forever. And then he held my hand and he told me that he hooked up with someone and I assume it was from Tinder. He never really gave me any details. I think it was some kind of dating app, which is really rich because I deleted that for him. And he told me that he regretted it the whole time. And he said he felt so like sorry that he didn't even see his sister for her birthday. Obviously, you can't regret something that much if you matched with a person, set up a date and time to meet up, figured out a method of transportation, outfit, time, all of that still went through with it. And at no point thought, maybe I should stop. Maybe this isn't a good idea. And then immediately after that, he told me, also, I just want to be casual. Initially, I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm not as upset as I thought I was going to be because in my brain, I was thinking logically, I was expecting this. I was like, oh, I bet he's going to tell me that he hooked up with someone else. So when he confirmed it, my brain was like, okay, we thought this was going to happen. It happened. Now what? And I was just like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then he kept talking and it sunk in. And I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And after we got up, he made me hug him again. And then we walked back into the living room and sat there like nothing happened. Then he, he stands up after a minute and he's like, hey guys, I just wanted to tell you, I hooked up with someone over the weekend. He told like, the whole group? Yes! And he was like, no, we already talked about it, so it's okay. She's okay with it. My roommate was sitting next to me, and I could feel her whole body just, like, tense up. And she just, like, stopped what she was doing. And 
he was looking at everyone like he expected them to be like, oh, no, it's OK. And he just he was acting all confused why everyone just got quiet. Well, he was and probably then, paranoid that at some point he was going to leave the room and then you were going to talk shit. So he's like, if I just get ahead of it and I say something now, then no, right. anything. Like, he's like, let me let me inform everyone. Certainly they will take my side. I don't even know like what it was. He said he saw one of our other roommates in the hallway crying. So me and the one, like the one roommate that were in the room, we kind of just booked it and went down the hall. And I had the breakdown of a lifetime. I was bawling my eyes out and I was just like heartbroken. I was so fucking sad, but I could just feel the like disappointment in the room because there were a few other people in there and I could feel the like, he's not coming back from this in the air. Just everyone was like, oh God. And so my roommate who was in the room with me, she texts this other guy who was in the room with him at that point. She was like, get him out of there. And he had him out within a minute. Incredible, actually. He was like, let's go smoke. And he was like, okay. And they just left. And so that night I ended up going to dinner separately from the rest of our friend group with I think it was with two of my roommates and then one of our other friends who was upset on my behalf and everyone else was there, but like separately, he was sitting with them and they later told me that he kept going, oh, I really fucked up, didn't I? I mean, yeah, I don't know what sympathy you want from the group. The audacity. After that, he calls my roommate while we're out shopping and he asks if any of us were in the dorm and we're like, no. He informed her that he wanted to reconcile because he missed hanging out with us. And right away, just, we were in awe, just the balls he had yeah. to ask. She basically told him that if he wanted to talk to anyone about this, it's me. And he was like, okay, can you send her to talk to me in my dorm later? She was like, I'll leave that up to her. Obviously I did not go because I do not want to be alone with him at this point. Like, absolutely not. But the timing of this could not have been more perfect because later that night, a burner account is made on Instagram by his ex, posting video evidence and photo evidence of all the damage he did to their house when he forced his way in. And it also included like their testimony and description of events. And the truth of what happened was obviously significantly different than what he had told us, including this is something I completely forgot to mention. He told us multiple times that when he met his ex, he was 15 and his ex was 18, which apparently was not true at all. He was just trying to make us hate the ex. Uh -huh. But like everything we had heard up until that point was completely fake. It was false. It was twisted to make him look better. And obviously when he discovered this account, he panicked and he sent his ex like 200 texts violating the restraining order, mind you, saying just nasty, nasty things. At that point, my entire group of friends, we were in our dorm discussing it. I was sitting on my bed, but I had this gut feeling that he was going to do something today. And I told my friends multiple times, I'm like, guys, my spidey senses are tingling, like something's going to happen. So after some discussion, the friend whose dad initially got the arrest record, sent it to the account just to like have record of it. Because if anybody deserved to have that record, it was the ex. Like you deserve to just like have this on file. But for some reason, the ex decided to send the screenshot to him and he lost his mind. He showed up a few minutes later at our dorm and banged on the door so loud that our furniture was shaking and the air just kind of got sucked out of the room. Everybody went quiet. And one of my roommates was like, 
who could be knocking like this in these trying times? <laughs> but we all knew. Like, obviously, we were like, okay, it's him. We know who it is. So he starts screaming, screaming through the door, yelling that we're all awful people. He hates us. We're all assholes who don't know the whole story. We shouldn't be talking to people about things we don't know. And thankfully... This time, one of our guy friends was in the room. He started like yelling back at him through the closed door until he left. And to give an idea of like how loud he was, we got texts from random girls on the floor asking if we were okay and if we needed help. And it woke up a girl sleeping down the hallway, like way down the hallway. So after this, we called the campus police non-emergency number and a female officer was dispatched to us and took all our statements. She was actually very nice. It made me feel a lot better to like have a female officer. At that point, I filled out a two-page witness report detailing everything that had happened just in the relationship in general. And she took it and then came back later for my roommate's statements where she found sufficient evidence to convict him of criminal menacing. And she went down to his dorm and charged him. And then he was given a date for court. And so over the course of like the end of October to the end of November, he had a bunch of court dates. He pled not guilty. The prosecutor did get back to me and he heard out my side of the story. And I like included that he had broken the restraining order against his ex. And he took that into account. I think he considered that a really big deal. So he was given a plea deal on November 21st. He pled guilty to persistent disorderly conduct, given three years probation, I think. And now I have a no contact order against him. That's literally like when people ask when girls go off to college and they, you know, are wondering like, you know, if I sleep with this guy, like what's the worst that could happen? I think this is the worst that could happen <laughs> short of murder and, you know, <laughs> right. And other like devious criminal acts. This is <laughs> definitely cracking the top five. Absolutely. And this has just been like my first semester. Obviously, <laughs> I've just kind of been in shock the whole time. Like, oh my God, every time I went, it can't get any worse. It can't get any worse. I was like, oh, it did. And it keeps getting worse, actually. Also, like if this is my first year of college, how much worse is it going to get? Like if this is just the beginning, right? Like I still have another semester in the year. Like, oh, my God. But I'm sure this is like a a very this is an outline incident, I feel. Or I hope so, at the very least, unless this is very common at your school. I don't know if you guys just have like a bunch of convicts running around. (laughs) I really hope not. Oh my God, that would be awful. Imagine if the same thing just happened again next semester. Well, other than the trauma, what have you been able to take from this experience? Like, I mean, do you approach hookups and casual relationships differently? Do you, are you, are you doing background checks before (laughs) at least checking for condoms? (laughs) Okay, definitely. At least got to like bring them with me now just to like make sure. I would also say being more cautious for sure, going into relationships or just like hookups, like anything, just making sure that the person isn't going to turn out to be like a secret evil character in the new season. You know, I don't know. Definitely more caution because it's not that I wasn't cautious. I just gave the wrong person the benefit of the doubt and it bit me in the ass a little bit. I've gotten a lot better at, again, protecting my peace and just like recognizing if I want to be around a person or not. So I think in the future, I'll definitely 
try to communicate more and not that I was communicating like making sure the person knows right off the bat that I am interested in keeping communication and that if they do not feel the same thing then it's not gonna work out I guess just because you know communication wasn't really a big thing in that relationship clearly and that went pretty well I mean he was literally charged with being a menace to society so I mean you you have that on him (laughs) right well I mean I think most girls would hear this and I think most people would clock this as a pretty jarring first sexual experience. So how has that changed your relationship with that side of your life? Like not to be like, have you slept with anybody else? (laughs) But, But I mean, I would be, I think I would associate that experience with my sex life. And I think that would make me really fearful, honestly. I haven't thought too much about that. I haven't really hooked up with anyone or anything since then. I need a break. I just need time to like focus on myself. I don't know if I'm ready for another relationship right now. A few months ago, I like tried to entertain a date kind of, we'll say it like that. And I just like couldn't do it. I was like, oh, I'm not ready for this yet. I just, I haven't hooked up with anyone yet. Like I said, so I wouldn't know if i would react a certain way to like having sex again. So I'm not sure yet. I just haven't done anything. I think for a while I won't. Just a lot of reflection. I've been doing a lot of reflection. I was getting the sense that like getting that close and that intimate with someone, it was a pretty rare occurrence for you. Did you grow up like more shy, more sheltered? Because some people like they get to college and they're just like fucking everybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Definitely not like shy or sheltered. I just, well, I mean, I was shy to be so honest, but not sheltered. Like I had a lot of access to like internet, everything. I just kind of didn't do, I didn't get into any relationships or anything in high school. I just, there's not really a lot of interesting people at my, at my old high school, to be so honest. So I didn't really see the point, (laughs) but it was a big deal when it happened. That's part of why I got so upset when he cheated on me and then asked to be casual, because how could you ask someone whose virginity you took to be casual. The whole virginity thing was a huge deal to me just because I hadn't like let anyone see me in that way before. So when he cheated on me, obviously I felt so betrayed. I was like, oh my God, how could you do this to me after just taking my virginity and then dipping? Like what? I mean, at least I've like had that experience now so I can do casual hookups if I want to, but not without the horrible traumatizing experience, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What was it about him that made you feel comfortable enough to take that leap? He was very kind and he didn't really put a lot of pressure on me when we were together. He basically was just kind of like, I understand that you've never done anything before. We can take it slow. We'll go at your pace. Like, and I was like, oh, green flag. But he just let me know that like, we didn't have to do anything if I didn't want to. And he like kind of like ended up pushing it in that direction and I was just like okay I do have to like say he never really made me feel uncomfortable or threatened at any point obviously until he like went off the rails but up until that point in the relationship he was really good seems like he turned into a completely different person after y'all yeah and I just like wonder like how long was he that completely different person that I just didn't see it you know well I mean it's easy to be somebody else when I'm not saying he was trying to get something out of you but you know if there's an end goal in mind in the back of his head I think it's easier to be the best version of yourself but Mm -hmm. I'm still very fascinated by this ex that he had like did you ever like talk to this guy and hear what happened in their relationship I actually DM that account and we ended up talking a lot and I kind of 
I've like told them what happened to me and they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And we just kind of talked. There wasn't a lot about him. They did send me like the screenshots of all the nasty shit that he said to them. Not a lot about the relationship. All I know is that they were together for like three years. The actual arrest record, what happened was, I don't know if I talked about this already. No. So he went back, he went to his ex's house trying to get back together with the ex. And they were obviously like, no, I don't want to get back together. So he kicked the door in and he started like, I don't know what actually happened because I wasn't like there, but he did a lot of damage. He punched holes, multiple holes in the wall, punched the TV and like left a sizable like dent in the TV and just did all this damage. And then I guess he left the version of his version of the story was that he accidentally pulled the door off the hinge when he opened it and that after all of that happened he just drove away and he like sat at this park and he felt so bad and he realized what was happening and he could hear the police sirens and he was just like oh my god what have i done that was his version if you could leave any of the i'm specifically going to say younger girls because i think this story is probably more pertinent like what would you say to anybody who's maybe you know like entering college for the first time and is kind of dealing with like boys and casual hookups for the first time what would you uh what, what advice would you lend them from your situation definitely know your boundaries and be really firm about them don't let people just walk all over you because obviously i let that guy walk all over me and do whatever and that didn't go so well and not that every situation is going to go like this one but it's it's so good to just know where you stand and like know your own boundaries and like what you're comfortable with and just let the other person know if you're uncomfortable at any point, because if someone actually really like cares about you, they will respect your boundaries. And I think just communication is so important. Just talking to them. Just make sure that you feel safe. What even is a protective order? Do you need one and how do you get one? Just light conversation for our Thursday bonus episode. We'll be covering that and also how to take care of your mental health when entering a new romantic phase of life. I'll see you whenever you decide to tune in next.